welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV. I'm Jordan. And I'm Taylor. This week we will be discussing our thoughts, feelings, theories on Yellow Jackets, which is a Showtime original show, which this is Jordan's first Showtime show that she's ever really technically watched on Showtime. Yeah, it's a momentous occasion. My first official Showtime watch, Girl Meets Show's first Showtime episode. Exciting stuff. Lots of firsts. And I honestly was like, because neither of us have, well, I have recently dove into the Showtime world, but uh, I was, I didn't, I was, it was interesting. Wow. I'm just going to say it now. Jordan is sick and I am insane today so we'll see how this episode goes uh, <laughs> but what I was trying to say is I was shocked by him by how many people on the internet were watching yellow jackets and so I will also be interested to see how many people listen to this episode <laughs> well I mean for me yellow jackets like was finally um what made me bite the bullet and like um, I personally added Showtime to my Hulu bundle. Um, that was my uh, way of going about it. <laughs> um, but I feel like it it was so uh, buzzworthy, which is a now hilarious pun to talk about yellow jackets, I guess. Like mm-hmm. just buzzing along. Buzz, buzz. Buzz, buzz. And um, But I think that it was so intriguing to people that it is like maybe going to be like that for a lot of people. It's okay. I'm finally convinced to actually try Showtime out, you know? Yeah. I'd be curious to hear from Showtime how much their subscription numbers increased. Yeah. Seriously. I personally convinced my parents a while back to get Showtime so that we could all watch billions. And that's how I personally choose to watch Showtime (laughs) is by stealing it off my parents. (laughs) So highly recommend doing it that way too. That is a very that's that's a, that's always plan A. Um <laughs> I did I was like, wow, I feel like such a grown up. I'm not well, that's <laughs> not even true because I do I do share Hulu with my old roommate because we have an, we everyone has their little arrangements, you know. Yeah. So we I guess if it. if you listen to this episode, Michael, surprise, now we have showtime. <laughs> lucky her okay but before we get too into our yellow our yellow oh my gosh i'm gonna struggle because i'm also watching yellowstone i really really loved sorry to interrupt you but i loved that venn diagram you made on your instagram story because it was so funny because every time i was like searching yellow jackets and imdb the first thing that comes up is yellowstone and i was like wow yellow is having such a moment (laughs) (laughs) it really is and it was maybe a little too much to watch them at the same time. Very confusing. <laughs> but very different shows, I assume. <laughs> very different. I'm trying to even remember in my Venn diagram, like, what the common... Oh, it was just yellow. That was I think the it was yellow. Thread between the two. <laughs> I should have screenshot that because I loved it so much. It was so uh, good. Thank you. Follow me on Instagram, Taylor M. Goff. <laughs> okay. On to news jordan and i were realizing that there was kind of a lot of news this week i guess the first thing i will start with is a show i forgot about that we liked that i forgot was coming back is uh dollface 
And that's coming back on February 11th on Hulu. And the preview looked fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like that was a very um, underrated show. And I was actually um, happily surprised that it even got a second season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would highly recommend if you didn't watch the first season, we'll go back and watch it and be ready for season two. It's fun. Yeah, excited to see uh, Karen Culkin's um, niece or nephew's mom, Brenda Song. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's so, she I'm should so put that sorry. as her bio oh my gosh <laughs> sister-in-law to kieran colkin i don't even know if they're married golden but. globe nominee <laughs> kieran colkin <laughs> uh, um yeah I, I remember really being surprised at that show and it was good so excited about that i am over the moon excited that they announced that HBO Max is doing a Degrassi revival. Apparently it's set to start filming in spring of 2022. Um, Hopefully premiere apparently like 2023 and it will still be set in Canada. And that's all I need to know. I'm so excited. Um, By revival, does that mean like the OG cast or is it a new cast? I'm not actually sure if that has been announced, but I'm pretty sure it's not. I think it'll be a brand new cast. I think in what I'm, I mean, I guess it'll just, it'll be interesting to see. It's new showrunners. Previously, it was the same showrunners from like the OG 80s one into the Y2K era one that like we grew up with. Mm-hmm. And they had like a Netflix one that I haven't ever watched, but like. They've kind of passed the torch, like the previous showrunners, like announced that like they were honored, like to pass it on to these new showrunners. So it's like no bad blood there or anything. Mm-hmm. But it's like those all had new casts, but there would always be like a like the some of the teachers and parents were in older casts. So it'll just be interesting to see as more info comes out. Like, are they just gonna start totally fresh? I would personally love to see cameos at least from yeah former cast members, but I mean, I isn't feel... Degrassi kind of like the OG Euphoria? It, I mean, that's what's so interesting. I actually heard I was seeing someone say something about that comparing Euphoria because it's like HBO Max has Euphoria, mm-hmm. and Degrassi and Euphoria are similar, where it's like issue of the week, kind of like what issue are we going to tackle this episode which characters are going to go through every possible like someone's going to go through every kind of problem that a teen could go through but Mm -hmm. I kind of hope that Degrassi mm, is not like I hope they don't try to turn Degrassi into euphoria basically no I think it's way lighter still and it'll just be interesting to compare the two yes because that's kind of what it's like Euphoria isn't it's almost like a show about teenage characters that like I would like hope a teen like a young teen never watches <laughs> and like Degrassi is almost like let's talk about hard things but it's in a way that is like like young middle school kids could totally still watch Degrassi and like I don't know it's more of a universal experience as opposed to um and like extreme circumstances yeah definitely 
and exciting that um, that means that all of the seasons are going to be on HBO, so you don't have to watch them on Roku anymore. So congrats. Seriously. Well, and did you know they're they're even on Prime, but even on Prime they have commercials? Huh? I don't know. Like, that should be illegal. But now, no ads. And truly cannot wait. That means you could watch a Degrassi episode in probably like 15 minutes. <laughs> truly. So, yeah, a lot of just rejoicing in my heart for that. A fun new show that was announced on for Netflix is called, I don't know if it's called Murderville or if it's called Welcome to Murderville. I think it's Welcome to Murderville. And it's a series that's going to star Will Arnett as a detective. And in every episode, he has to solve a murder. And there's a new celebrity guest star that's his partner. And the guest star is never given a script, so they have to improvise their way through the case. This is genius, and yes. I am just thrilled. Um, in the photos, there's like Kumal and uh, Annie from Schitt's Creek and uh, a couple other people that I can't remember their names right now, but it looks fun. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be, I think it's such a funny idea. Um. And Netflix doesn't really have anything like this at all. No. Improv yeah. like this. So I think that, yeah, I'm very excited. Another Netflix show, they dropped the trailer for Inventing Anna, starring Julia Garner as Anna Delvey. When does this actually drop again? On the 11th as well, as same as Dollface. Oh, big, t- big day. Very big mm-hmm. day. Yeah, the preview looks good, and Julia's... Um, accent was very interesting. (laughs) I'm intrigued to see how the story will play out. Yeah, I'm excited. And it's also interesting because this is another of the, um, Ava DuVernay. Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes. (laughs) Kill me. Um, it's just such an interesting, it's, it's the next Shonda Rhimes Netflix series in couldn't be more different than Bridgerton. Mm-hmm. And I like this um, kind of eclectic set of shows that she's doing, you know? Yeah, that's very, very interesting. This is a Disney Plus news item, but Tim Allen is going to star and produce in uh, a Santa Claus series. I'm very, I don't know how to feel about this one. I, I, I can't be that excited about it. I love the first Santa Claus movie. It's probably in my top four Christmas movies, but I don't enjoy watching the sequels to that. So why, why would I be excited about a whole series? You know, like, and it just seems weird to, I guess we really liked, um, that one Christmas series on Netflix, but like, it's weird to have like a whole, yes, a whole series that's like around Christmas. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And like Tim Allen, present day Tim Allen is kind of a weird figure. Mm-hmm. Um, that I I don't like to think of him present day. I like to think of nineties Tim Allen and I don't want to be forced to, to reconcile that. <laughs> so So you're saying that your dad doesn't watch Tim Allen's television show all the time? 
like mine does because it's really <laughs> depressing that I have to be reminded of it every time I'm at my parents' house. So. Oh, wow. We're really airing family secrets here on this episode. <laughs> I'm sorry. The people need to know. You can balance out your how cool it is that um, your your dad watches Billions and Yellow Jackets <laughs> with this new information. Um that's actually so funny because I did have to see a lot of commercials for it while I was watching um, Drag Race on YouTube TV because it just like cycles <laughs> me through Paramount Plus commercials, I think is the problem because that's norm- That's where they want you to be watching Drag Race, you know? And so you can watch all the CBS hits on Paramount Plus. <laughs> that's hilarious. So I feel like I did I didn't know that Caitlin Deaver was in that show. That's interesting. You know, I saw that too and I was like that girl looks like Caitlin Deaver. This is kind of weird, but then I never looked up to see if it was actually her. I just assumed that it wasn't. It's her. But I trust you. Wow. It's her. Well, it's like Jennifer Lawrence was on a very similar sitcom on like TBS. And so it's like they're both like they had to start somewhere, you know? Yeah, you got to take what you can get. My last piece of news is that, um, also Disney Plus news, actually. High School Musical, the musical, the series. Um, Corbin Blue is coming to season three. Wow, <laughs> it's like a regular? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I know when, um, uh, what's his name? Lucas Grabiel, who played Ryan in high school musical he was in like a dream sequence in one episode as far as i know it says he will be on as a guest star okay still that's a pretty they started with like no one from the original cast and they're like slowly getting them all until (laughs) finally zach efron and vanessa hudgens somehow come back so we'll see we'll see that's hilarious good for corbin great for corbin yes two last things one is apple is uh making a movie about the about the beanie babies craze of the 90s which like yes please and it's starring zach alfanakis elizabeth banks and sarah snook and i'm very excited yeah that'll be fun did you ever watch the? I never watched that documentary. There's no, like an I HBO. I need to do. I need to take in all of the Beanie Baby content. It was a very big part of my childhood. Yeah, same. Not a unique thing for people our age, but it was real life, and we lived it. So I need to. But take if you in were in it, content. you were in it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my last piece of news is just that they renewed. This isn't shocking, but they renewed. Uh, the Great on Hulu for season three. Yay! Oh, sorry. There might be one more piece of news because did you see the pictures that came out of Taika's new show, Our Flag Means Death? Oh, I did. I just saw that today, and it looks great. It looks amazing in Taika's beard. I know. I was like, oh, God, he just keeps bringing me back in. <laughs> He looked so hot, and I was like, "Why? This should be gross." But when you're hot, you just look hot always. So whatever. Yeah, you can't help it. Not like I would know. <laughs> um. All right. 
on to Yellow Jackets. This show was originally inspired by Lord of the Fl- Lord of the Flies, and then it also kind of draws from a real life event, which. I need to research this because this is pretty crazy that it's like inspired by true events, but the Uruguayan Air Force Flight 571 crash. So for our top three, we are saying our top three TV characters that would survive a plane crash in the middle of nowhere. And I'm excited to hear who you said. You go first. Okay. (laughs) I'm excited to hear yours too. Um, Okay. My number three... I said um, Margaret Qualley in Maid. Mm, Great answer. She's very resourceful and she's also very protective. And also she's straight up a survivor. Like she has survived lots of horrible, horrible ordeals. And she comes out shining. And so of course she could survive this situation. (laughs) (laughs) Great answer. I was thinking of her too, just because I think if I had thought about this top three before watching Yellow Jackets, my list would be totally different. But watching Yellow Jackets, I was like, oh, like there are like uh, personality traits and like characteristics of people that are like more helpful in a situation like this than just like pure like wilderness survival type of thing. Totally. You have to be psychologically uh, a survivor as well yes exactly great answer my number three is i think he was my crush of the week last week and from (laughs) yellowstone uh it's kesey dutton and he can kill a person or an animal if needed but also is hot so if i needed to have someone to be with in the wilderness i would he would be there as well it's kind of like a two two-pronged reason we could fall in love and he could make me or kill my food (laughs) (laughs) and just knows a lot about the wilderness and being in the wilderness said that twice (laughs) he knows it it's all very important so important you got (laughs) to say it two times (laughs) um my number two i said mayor of east town hmm she she can use weapons like I would trust it's like one of the things in the in yellow jackets is they kind of have to like test to see who's capable of handling the weapons to go hunting and she would for sure pass the test she is just generally like tough a tough person she's used to cold temperatures and um also like under pressure I mean this could this is maybe debatable, but I do think she's pretty level headed level headed under pressure. I think when it's like an external problem, um, mm-hmm. I think that she would be like a kind of a good um, coach figure if if our plane went down. To her downfall, she's not a very emotional person, so she would be very good in like a situation like that. Yeah, I think she would she would do some of her like masterful compartmentalizing for sure mm-hmm. um she'd be like see, like see a problem to solve rather than um and she'd like uh repress all of the emotions she was feeling yeah which is maybe that's the thing i do worry that maybe eventually she would lose it but i i don't know i feel like 
in an actual like physical survival situation, I think she could do it. But it just depends on how long we're out there too, you know? You never know. Um, my number two, I chose Sansa Stark. Ooh. Again, similar to you, good and cold temperatures. Yes. That's huge. I think that Arya would probably be better suited to like live in the wilderness and survive, but I think I would get along better with Sansa and I'm looking for mm-hmm. companionship, you know? Yeah. Well, the problem with Arya in this scenario is that she's very solo minded. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is about like surviving as a group. So true. Sansa would Sansa's like a natural leader. She has, she's thinking about her tribe for sure. My number one, when I thought of this man, I was like, oh, duh wow we would be we would be thriving it's ron swanson (laughs) oh my gosh you're a genius (laughs) like i think if there if he sensed any kind of problems going on with this group be they seances cults anything (laughs) he would shut that down and he would build us he would have built us canoes and we would just like go down the river and into safety into civilization (laughs) yeah you would be surviving for sure oh yeah and we'd be like eating like kings probably too eating like royalty he could hunt for us and it would just be like nbd because it's just like kind of his pastimes totally well speaking of eating his royalty my number one is (laughs) Um, Gabriel from Emily in Paris. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I just, I, I personally, if I were, if I were in the situation, I would need someone who was like an actual chef to like whip up these gourmet disgusting <laughs> foods in a more presentable way so that I wouldn't starve to death because I don't know if I could do it otherwise. That is so freaking funny. Also, I just find it interesting that <laughs> you're thinking of looks and I'm thinking of true survival. <laughs> I mean, I didn't but say anything about Gabriel's looks. I'm I'm just saying. Did I say, oh, wow, there's two hot boys and two hot girls you could have picked. Out. You could have picked Suki from Gilmore Girls. <laughs> That's just right. one chef off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a hot man, but it's Sorry, fine. It's fine. I, Gabriel, in France, I just commenting used to cooking different kinds of meats. Yeah, it's true. Of all, that was, that was the biggest thing of all species. Yeah, that's hilarious. No, that's a great top three great top three thank you and everyone everyone serves has like a job basically yeah exactly just like well-rounded yeah it's great all right before we get into spoilers since this is the first season of this show overall did you like it and would you recommend and who would you recommend this show to i loved it i i was pretty confident that i would love it based on um, the cast, which is Melanie Linsky, Christina Ricci, uh, Juliette Lewis, and Tawny Cypress. I feel like most 90s, 90s girls love Christina Ricci. So going in, it's like, 
wow, I love Christina Ricci. We love Melanie Linsky. She's literally the best in everything she's in. Juliette Lewis is like, I don't, I feel like I actually haven't seen as many things she's in, but I went in already loving her probably because on, because she used to be on VH1 a lot. (laughs) (laughs) And Tawny Cypress, I was not very familiar with, but like they, this though, like, so those knowing those four actresses, like the first episode, they're all freaking rock stars. They're so good. And just like the premise is so intriguing and it's like there's this mystery and the 90s factor is fun. So I feel like my expectations were pretty high, but I loved it. It was like just so intriguing and I you can't stop watching it. You have to know what's going to happen next. And I loved it. How did you feel about it? I went in expecting to love it. I think I... uh. At the beginning, I kind of struggled with it. I had to reframe the way I was watching it because, and I'm going to say this so that other people who haven't watched it yet but are interested in watching it go in with the correct expectations because I was expecting this to be like its own mini series and just like a standalone show or, seri- or season, but it's actually, I think it's already been renewed for a season two and... So I was expecting a lot more resolution quicker, but in the mm. I found this out in the middle of the season and then I was like, okay, now that I know that I'm like definitely not getting resolution in this 10 episode season, I liked it a lot better. But I did struggle with that at the beginning because I kept being like, come on, where is the action? And honestly, <laughs> you don't get a ton of it. And and. Like, so I think that that was what I was mostly surprised about because I had seen a lot of things online and like, um, from other people about how it was like this, like a bunch of young girls living in the wilderness, um, after surviving a plane crash. So I was expecting a lot more of that and a lot less of the, like how the survivors deal are dealing with it current day. And once I reframed my mind, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it the whole time, but I think the reframing was crucial for me because I was feeling a little bit annoyed, but it was because of my own expectations that were not right. That totally (laughs) makes sense. Well, and I also, I saw something where the creators pitched the show as a five season show, which I was really surprised to see that. Um, And kind of like you were talking about, that also reframed it for me because I was kind of like, oh, maybe they're they going to wrap it up in, like, two seasons or three or whatever. But it's like, oh, so to me, that reframed it for me as well of, like, oh, they have a lot of deeper mysteries in mind, which I think, no, spo- no, I'm not going to spoil anything here right now, but, like, I think the finale opens that door up, too, where I was like, oh, okay, there are a lot of other things, directions this is going. that, And, mm-hmm. I, and it didn't feel like oh, they're just doing that to stretch this out. I was like, and I, cause I, I also liked hearing that they have a, pl- a five season plan. So it's like, this is not just like an open door where it's like, we'll just keep this going as long as we want. And as long as it's successful, it's like they have in their heads a complete story, but it's mm-hmm. just going a lot. There's a lot more twists than I had originally expected. And I think it's smart because there are so many characters. So in order to get like strong character development, I think it's better to go a little bit slower and Mm -hmm. stretch it out a bit more. Yeah, it's so true. Who would you recommend this to? Anyone off the street? 
<laughs> I mean, I literally think that anyone would enjoy this, but you have to know going in that it is very gory. And so if you are not, if you have a low tolerance for like violence and like bloody scenes, just be warned because you might be closing your eyes a lot <laughs> because there were some parts like it was, I it was like impressive um, special effects at how real they made a lot of this look. Cause it was nasty. It's been really fun stalking all of the actors on like Instagram now that it's finished because a lot of them post like behind the scenes footage and like photos. And there's so many of like the prosthetics and like, all of that and it's just really fun to see that from behind the scenes but yeah I I had told my parents to watch this before I even watched it and they were like they started they watched it and they were in the middle of the season and they they were watching it week to week and they're like why did you tell us to watch this show it's really (laughs) weird (laughs) but they also were really into it I think correct me if I'm wrong mom and dad but I was like I just had a feeling that you would like it. I don't know. Now watching it, yeah, I think that kind of anyone would enjoy it as long as they were prepared with the gore. Because it's kind of shocking and, like, kind of happens with it when you least expect it. Like Totally. It's similar to Squid Game where, like, the most shocking and, like, gory parts came in, like, the... I mean, the one scene with, like, the hand and that machine that came mm-hmm. in, like, the modern day time and not necessarily in the games. Kind of similar to that. Yeah, that's, I was literally also thinking Squid Game. Um, And I almost think that the, there were more um, graphic gory parts in Yellow Jackets that maybe just because I heard about more things in Squid Game. Mm -hmm. But I think, I don't know, that's my, I feel like I was maybe more shocked by some of the gory parts in Yellow Jackets, maybe just because. It's more real life. Yeah. Yeah, because it's one of those things where you really can put yourself in this position. Like, I don't know, a plane, your plane could crash, <laughs> like not mm-hmm. to get too morbid, <laughs> but like it makes you think like, what would happen to me if this happened to me? Like, what would I be doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, I'm not thinking about like, what would I do if someone literally propositioned me to be in Squid Game? <laughs> like, I wouldn't go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Exactly. All right. So two out of two recommend. (laughs) (laughs) On to spoilers. This is a very spoiler heavy show, so we can't not. Okay. One thing I already told Jordan this and I already feel guilty because I saw an interview where um, Christina Ricci was like, stop making fun of Misty's bad hair. (laughs) But like, I can't. I was very distracted by the bad wig. I I just wish it was different and I don't really understand why it had to look like that. Because it looks like a grandma stuck in like a 12-year-old's body. It honestly makes her look younger in my opinion. It's just yeah. very interesting. Were they trying to make... I mean, Christina Ricci does look young. Like, mm-hmm. I think she's... I think those actresses... I think I was looking up their ages and like they're basically around the same age. But Christina Ricci just, like, looks really young still. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even consider that, like, are they trying to, like, make her look older or something? Like, and it's it does look silly. Yeah. That was my biggest complaint. 
Did you have any complaints? <laughs> that's that says how good this show is. If that's like <laughs> the most nitpicky thing, um, I'm really trying to think if there was something that I like straight up wish was different or didn't like. My only thing <laughs> was that um, the opening credits are really long, <laughs> and they there's not long. there's not a skip intro button on my, um, I guess my Hulu version of Showtime. And so I had to skip it every time. There's not on the Showtime app either, so you're not alone. It must be okay. It must be a show like just the on the Showtime thing because I know Hulu for sure has a skip intro button, and it's like I think the credits are good, but I watched them once and never again because they were so long. They were like a minute long or minute and a half or something. I just was surprised by that. It felt kind of old school. Um, and I actually was just reading an interview with the creators and they were like, oh yeah, like our opening credits, like it's really fun. Cause now people will like after each episode goes by, cause it has those quick clips from the show and they'll be like, oh, that makes sense now. Or like, oh, I just saw that. And I'm like, who's sitting there and watching the credits every time? Like, well, I thought that they so were like long. a little bit spoilery. Yeah, it's true. Who okay? Who who is who are your favorite of the Yellow Jackets? Like in the like especially when they're younger because there's like more to choose from that we know of right now. You know, like who who are you the most intrigued by their specific storylines? Well, let me pull up the list because I was telling Jordan that I'm always really 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 bad at names of characters in TV shows, but then especially when a show like this has like one million characters. To keep track well, of, I'm really bad, and I don't even try. And something that's really hard, I think cleverly hard about this show, I was kind of saying this to Taylor earlier, it's that, like, they kind of, like, um, make you, they, like, manipulate you into focusing on specific yellow jackets because, like, they start you out with the main four present-day adults, like, survivors that mm-hmm. we know of. And so, to me, I just kind of assumed that some of the other ones were just kind of, like, filler teammates. But there are actually a lot that are, like, apparently going to still be really important as the series goes on that I'm like, oh, wow, I really underestimated some of these other characters, you know? Yeah, like, I um, I was very intrigued by Lottie, and mm-hmm. so I'm excited that she's still around, or so me we believe. Me too. Uh, and like who are they gonna cast as her I'm like it could be so freaking good yeah I cannot I'm very excited about that and then as far as like the main the main people I mean I'm super drawn to Shauna just because I love Melanie Linsky so like I already kind of had that going into it but also I kind of really like all the girls they're all so different and mm-hmm there's none of them that I'm like, oh, you're annoying. Well, actually, Misty is kind of like that. But I also <laughs> think that she's, like, complicated and interesting as well. Like, if you never know what she's going to do. Yeah, like, I'm straight up scared of her. Yes. Like, watching it, I was like, do any of them know about how she completely, she, like, ruined that, like, transmitter thing that could have helped them? Like, does anyone even know about that? I was curious about that. It doesn't seem like anyone knows yet. I hope that they find out eventually because I think that was one of the things in the opening credits. <laughs> the one time I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, there's that box. 
I do. I really like the girl who plays um, teen uh, Nat. She's really good. Although that actually, that brings me up to another nitpicky thing. Taylor sent me a picture of, there's one episode where her wig, after they've been in the wilderness for like months, it's like <laughs> perfectly curled. It her She looks so beautiful and it's like. And she has like a full face of makeup. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. So that was that is like something that is un, very unrealistic in a show that is pretty realistic in every other way, like mm-hmm. graph, like looks wise of like effects wise of everything. That was very funny. When you were talking about Misty, I was actually really shocked. I was kind of assuming that she was going to kill Coach Ben after he finally revealed that he's gay and does not love her. <laughs> I thought she, I totally thought she was going to go crazy and like murder him that night. And so I was actually surprised that we ended the season with him still alive because it seems like like once he's dead, it seems like they're really going to go crazy because he's still kind of like a chaperone figure right now. Well, it's kind of funny. I was actually thinking about this when I was watching the finale. Like it's really interesting how he has no power even though he was like one of their coaches and like in high school, I think you would really look up to your coach and like respect them. And -hmm. like, I would assume that he would like kind of automatically take the position of like the leader because he is the coach and the oldest, but he doesn't at all, which like, I just find very fascinating. I know. Well, girls just overpower him. Yeah. It's so true. And it's like it started out – I mean, it's that's like – it's a fun thing to track kind of as it goes on because it's like at first he kind of did because he's like like helping them decide who's going to have the gun and things like that. Mm-hmm. But then it like in that last episode – in the finale, I mean, when – um was it Lottie who's like, coach, no. Or she's like tells yeah. him to shut up or something and you're like, oh, okay, well, he's just another citizen now. <laughs> like – but it's interesting too, like now that you say that, it's like from the second they crash, like he loses his leg. And so it's like he and he say he's like he can't go hunt because he's like trying to get used to being on these crutches and stuff. So it's like symbolically the other all the students like are more capable than him at this point, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like it's really, really interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. It's like you're saying they did a good job of like none of the characters really do besides Misty, who's supposed to bother me. Like none of them do bother me. Like I even scrolling through the IMDb, I'm like, oh, yeah, I like her and I like her and she's good. And it's like that's pretty good. Like good writing. Yeah. Like there's not even. Yeah. It's not like, oh, wow. I was I really want this person to die. <laughs> Which yeah, I like, feel like I, is usually the case. Yes, like that's pretty impressive. I was really, I was actually very disappointed that we didn't actually, it, obviously it's going to come back in the future, but I, I want more answers about Thaisa's dirt eating, sleepwalking monster self. Very creeped out and very intrigued by that whole thing. Like, what is that? Like, it's really spooky well it's interesting because the show is like based in reality but there are things that happen that are not totally based in reality so it's kind of like what's real what's not and like is this something that could really happen or is this not really something that could happen and I do think that they do that really well 
yeah I would really I would actually prefer if things that maybe seem supernatural there actually are like real explanations for things I think that's what I would prefer versus like actual like spells and things you know what I mean I think that would be Mm -hmm. interesting but we'll see I I I feel like I trust I trust them whichever way they want to take it the last the last thing I wanted to discuss was um Shauna's husband Jeff because I was truly um like they really like fooled me and I did not predict that he was actually going to be like basically a nice good husband (laughs) who like he just like loves his wife like the blackmail stuff is bad like he's not perfect no literally no character on this show is perfect at all but I was just really really um like shook that he was like he's actually a pretty good guy (laughs) I was like very pleasantly surprised (laughs) yeah I was like when uh, specifically when they are having brunch with Jackie's parents I just really loved that scene where he's like, actually, no, like we've been, we were hooking up while I was dating Jackie. Like, I thought that that was really fun and a perfect segue to like in your, in, in your brain to be like, wait a second, could Jeff be an okay guy? And I caught on to Jeff being part of the blackmailing a little, like not that, not that early on, but like right before she killed her lover whatever his name is um the artist guy yeah adam yeah i i really liked him too here's my question do you think their daughter is who she was pregnant with in the wilderness or no i'm still trying to figure out what what i haven't heard anyone really talking about that on the internet i'm sure it's there i haven't done a lot of research i haven't either i because I'm with you I have no idea and I really want to know that because like is Shauna going to be pregnant a lot in the wilderness because I I don't know about you but I was really thrown when someone in modern and present day was like oh well like you guys were out there for a year and a half and I was like a year and a half that is so much longer than what I was picturing I was picturing it was like three months or something They've already yeah, been there for three months. I think someone said like months. 18 months, which I guess is a year and a half. That is so crazy to me. And so it's like, if that really was her, um, then like she would have been what, like nine months old when they were rescued or whatever. Like how could a baby even live? So. Great question. I, I don't know. I'm intrigued. I haven't seen from what I've seen just like on Twitter and stuff online, the old, like the main things people keep trying to guess is like, they keep saying like, who is the antler queen? And I'm like, I guess at this point it seems like it's going to be Lottie, right? I have no idea. But here's the thing. I was confused because I literally thought they already revealed that it was Misty. Like didn't Misty like, uh like lift up that veil thing and it was her underneath or something i think misty lifted up she was wearing like the fur outfit and lifted up some of Mm. her fur i don't think she was wearing the veil and the antlers okay okay i totally thought she was wearing that and so i was really confused when people were like still trying to guess who that was 
but um i wish i would have watched the show with more of like a um with more of like my detective glasses on because i don't feel like i caught on to a lot of things like that well i mean you clearly put them on eventually because i was totally surprised when jeff revealed that he was the blackmailer i was i did not (laughs) even though it's so funny because it's like well there's like three guys in the whole show who's it gonna (laughs) be (laughs) but i did not put that together i just thought it was some unknown party (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah so i don't know i did see that um the showrunners said that they're hoping to be able to drop season two like by the end of the year yeah i saw that too i'm so excited and i'm like thank you very much because we like when shows that are like mysteries like this like you got to keep that momentum going you don't want people canceling their showtime (laughs) (laughs) subscriptions I mean, there's still time to do that. <laughs> Get it back when the season drops. But I'm excited because this is for sure the kind of show that you need to rewatch because there's just so many clues like that. Like, I bet even just even just sometimes in, like, the previously on, I would be like, oh, duh. Like, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. So. To yeah. me, I feel like the most unrealistic thing was during the high school reunion when – um the girl is like talking uh, she's like emceeing that she's the one who didn't get to go <laughs> getting di- wow i'm saying so many words to say not even a great thing um when the girl who's emceeing is saying that usually they end it with the prom the original prom king and queen having a dance which like is just the most insane thing i've ever heard of if at a high school reunion you make the senior prom queen and king dance together even though they're like probably married to other people and have been for 20 years like it's that gross. is just not a thing and it made me laugh really hard thinking about it I don't even know who my prom king and queen were I was just gonna say like if you even remember who it was like and I feel like that's like a t- in a tv and movie thing more yeah I mean by the time I was in high school like I don't the school dances and especially the like the royalty quote unquote of the dances was like not a big deal. It was just no, so dumb. It was like, why are you turning off the music to announce this? Slash, like I Here, feel like it. I feel like they would like announce it before. I don't know. Yeah, or like maybe ask if they're even going. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> um, one thing about that girl who's the MC, it was really confusing that she had like this really strong New Jersey accent and it's all set in New Jersey. It's a New Jersey high school and no one else had an accent. And so I was at first like, I was like, what even is your accent? And then I was like, oh, I guess it's New Jersey. But like when she was a kid, she didn't have a strong accent either. So I was, that was kind of threw me off. Hmm, That is interesting. It didn't even fate. I didn't really think about it, but I think I was more so concerned, like, wait, who is this again? <laughs> it was, again, it was just, I struggle with so many characters. It, it's it's really hard. hard. I'm going to keep things straight. Well, especially when you're expected to also know that it's a totally, they don't look like the same either as the last time you saw this, uh, this character, because she was a kid. And then you no. don't see her again until she's an adult. And you're just supposed to remember the name is really weird. So, I mean, it's the same with like Nat, her being blonde yeah when she's younger which like obviously she dyes her hair and so like I was able to figure that out 
after a little while, but I did have to get on IMDb to like assure myself that she was playing Juliet Lewis's younger self. Totally. Um, but that's why I was extra. I'm not sorry to go back on the wig, but I was extra <laughs> thrown off by <laughs> the wig because it was like, oh, so she has the exact same hair as she did when she was younger, but all the other characters have different hair. That's it. Yeah, sorry. that's a great point. No, because that. I had to do the same thing in the first episode. I was like, wait, who is the young version of Juliet Lewis? And then I was like, her? It was it was an interesting choice to have her be in the wilderness as a blonde and then have her be dark brunette as an adult. And mm-hmm. then there's another, like the other flashback of Nat and she has brown hair again. I almost wish this, I mean, it, these are nitpicky things. Yes. But what if they had had her be blonde in that flashback and then brunette in the wilderness? That would have been more helpful for me personally. Well, I but. think it will be interesting to see how her hair changes throughout the show. Because if you're in the wilderness for 18 months and you came in with bleached hair, what's it going to look like mm-hmm. after even like one month? It's going to look bad. So, Good freaking point. Let's see what happens. Wow. Anyway, loved the show. Jordan and I were both actually talking about how it's like pretty easy to tell that this was written by mostly women because they get the female experience pretty well. <laughs> they do. <laughs> and like that comes through great. And so I really, I really appreciate that. And yeah, it's, it's fun. It's just, it lived, definitely lived up to the hype for me, which is fun. Totally. I agree. And it's, again, it's always fun to watch a show at the same time as the internet. Yeah. All right. Who's your crush of the week? Well, so many characters, hard to choose, but I, I'm really going to give it up for Coach Ben. I, I really like his character. I feel like something that I thought was intriguing about this show is that like a show that it's. I mean, it's kind of like a true crime mystery type show, just in a different way. And those kinds of shows train you to be really suspicious of, like, the male characters in the show. Mm -hmm. And, like, we see this with Shauna's husband. He ends up being, so far, at least in season one, like, this trustworthy guy. And Coach Ben, I couldn't help but be kind of nervous that there's this, like, adult man with like there's two other young boys and then all the rest are these teen girls, you know? And I'm just like, Oh, like I can't help but feel like maybe something icky is going to happen or I don't know. And then actually he's like a really, he's like a good guy. He's trying to help them. I mean, it helps that he's gay. And so inherently yeah. he's more <laughs> trustworthy, <laughs> but I mean, like I was really pleased that he's like so far, like actually trying to help towards survival, you know, and like maintain order and um yeah he so treat i just them I, like kids or like idiots either which i really appreciate no yeah like yeah his discussions like with nat in particular are like really good um so yeah he i and also he's like a calming presence like that's why i'm kind of nervous for like i'm assuming he's gonna get killed off eventually you know and as like a rule follower i like having him around but we'll see how long <laughs> that lasts <laughs> I'm going to go with young Shauna, played by Sophie Nalise. Uh, she's French, which I didn't know until I was Whoa. stalking her Instagram. 
and I'm like watching her Instagram stories and everything is in French. And I was like, what? <gasps> what the heck? I did not stalk her enough. Oh it is my gosh. always shocking. And I think that, um, uh, the girl who plays Jackie, the teen version of Jackie, she's like English. So she also has an accent. It's just always funny to like see the, and discover those things afterwards. Cause they did such That's a good so job. That's so freaking cool. Seriously. Um, but yeah, teen Shauna, I thought that she just did a really good job and I just kind of related to her in like some weird ways, not in like the hooking up with my best friend's boyfriend <laughs> kind of ways or being a pregnant, but like she's quiet and like feels like no one's really like noticing her and like doesn't feel seen, but then like kind of finds her way of like what she's good at, which is maybe killing things or people. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah i just thought she was really good yeah she i feel like um she does like a lot of heavy lifting Mm -hmm. in those flashbacks you know like i mean jackie does too those two are amazing but she's the one who it's like it's not like you get she's not like narrating anything but you can just tell what she's thinking the vibes are on yes yeah she's good she's really good baby lena dunham she's really really good literally a baby lena dunham it'll be interesting to see what she looks like when she's older because wow she's born in 2000 which i guess seems like not that long ago you know 2000 yeah yeah that's what's crazy it's like obviously it makes sense but they were born after the show was set (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy also last thing of note is just that it's really good casting and really interesting from stalking all of them afterwards like a lot of these um younger girls are like kind of up and coming it seems like like teen natalie she is on the new like boba fett series so it's just like yeah like crazy so genius and it's people it's like we're pretty clued in to stuff like that Mm -hmm. but like not that well because i hadn't seen most of these girls in anything Mm-hmm. but they're clearly like they're in they're in stuff that's like in production and is like coming out now all at the same time and it's like i'm so intrigued by that and they're all good like i don't think there's a weak link of an of acting in any of the, any of this cast no i think we'll see a lot of them in a lot of things which will be fun 100 percent. yeah totally all right well yellow jackets there we have it we loved it let us know if you watched it We could clearly talk about it all day. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.